This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. So I found it to be, a, uh, I think, a pretty big deal that NC Central, even not winning the MEAC, because that belongs to the Howard Bison, uh, shouts to them, uh, I thought it was a pretty big deal that they made the playoff. Uh, and I guess when you're ranked in the top ten for most of the year, that's going to happen. Uh, but let's see. Let's find out if I'm right about this. Uh, Darian Gray, Locked On HBCU Podcast. Uh, he calls himself the mouth of the South, which I think is great. Uh, South exclusives on Twitter. First of all, am I right? Is this is this a very big deal that Central has made the playoff? We just don't see a lot of HBCUs in the FCS playoffs? This is definitely a big deal. So North Carolina Central, to me, is one of the best teams in the country. And it's kind of funny because I come from a show that you're the best background. That's a lot of times what I'm looking for. I want to prove that I'm the best amongst everybody. And now they have a chance to have to prove that they're the best amongst a nation. Right. And that's what you get with the playoffs. And I think that that's very interesting and it is a big deal because you look at last year, Florida A&M was a team who thought they might have made the FCS playoffs. They didn't. And in turn, they changed around exactly how they did their schedule to where they didn't care about the playoffs anymore. That's how impactful that this is. A playoff berth can make you change your schedule. You can try to play more stronger out-of-conference games. All of these things play a part. So for North Carolina Central to make this, it can't be understated. Is it fair, though, and we're talking with uh, Darian Gray from Locked On HBCU uh, podcast, is it a fair statement to make, though, that given the, their druthers, that Central might have rather been playing in a celebration bowl? A hundred percent. And don't let me say <laughs> I, I come from a background of prove you the best. I do believe that proving yourself to be the best or the celebration bowl is a way to prove that you are the best. So let's not get that confused. It's just that once that is now taken off the table, you have another route to prove you're the best. So I can prove that I'm the best in this realm, or I can prove I'm the best in this realm. It's just a matter of how my season plays out. But it's the same objective. It's just different ways to go about it. So cause, let, let me go all the way back to the last Celebration Bowl where Central in many ways shocked the world by beating Jackson State in an absolute classic game. And we see a lot of these players right now that played at Jackson State who played at Colorado this year. Um, I mean, because that, that was one of the most exciting, crazy games that I watched all last season. Uh, and I, I know Central was obviously the major part of it, even though the hype was all surrounding Dion and everything that went into that game leading up to it. We talked to Trey Oliver before that game and after that game, and you could tell he relished in uh, in that environment. It's one of those situations where I think that this is very similar, honestly, where a lot of people nationally might not be giving North Carolina Central a true chance. They're an HBCU, they play a lesser competition. That's what you'll hear a lot of times from people who aren't within the HBCU sphere or don't really pay attention at all. They go to strength of competition. Mm -hmm. But when I look at what North Carolina Central was able to do prior to going into conference play, playing a team like Campbell, playing a team like Elon, and coming up victorious in both of those games, that's one of the reasons that you should not let North Carolina Central fly under the radar. I saw that happen last year. 
in the Celebration Bowl against Jackson State. Mm-hmm. I saw them come up and shock the world, as you say. And I think that if you allow them to slide under your radar again in 2023, you might come away with that same reaction this time against Richmond as opposed to Jackson State. Uh, we're gonna. I want to talk about Howard for a sec. I also want to get to the fact that this week is also the Bayou Classic, which is an enormous game nationally. Uh, and I don't know how many people have experienced that. I've never experienced it in person, but I've watched it a ton. Um, but the, the the task against Richmond on the road, Spiders have been an improving team as well over the course of the season. How do you look at this game? This is going to be a game that I believe comes down to North Carolina Central's ability to run the ball because Richmond plays behind a paywall. I'm not able to see too many of their games, right? (laughs) Right. But statistically, there's not anything that they do overly impressive outside of stopping the run. Now, that's important yeah, because, A, it might hint that they might be exploitable in other options, I mean, in other areas, which North Carolina Central is good at. But Central wants to run the ball. So if the one thing you do well is stopping the run, now we have an interesting circumstance. If Davius Richard, Atrell Collier, Jamari Taylor, if they start getting going, I don't see how North Carolina Central loses this game. Richmond doesn't have a great offense. Right. Um, Central doesn't have a great defense, but they kind of cancel each other out. When you look at Richmond, their struggles on, on defense, North Carolina Central does have a really good offense. They're explosive. They're efficient. When they get into the red zone, they score. That's one thing Richmond does stop, the red zone scoring. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where – that comes down to running the ball as well. It all goes into the aspect of North Carolina Central's rushing offense versus Richmond's rushing defense, whether that's inside the 20 or that's all over the field. That would be the premier battle to watch in this game. Now we should point out Trey Oliver was named MEAC Coach of the Year without actually winning the MEAC. That belongs yes. to uh, the Howard Bison. There was some trash talk, I think, going into that game, which that's fine. I love it. I think it's it, it adds a little flavor to college football. Uh, what was your takeaway with what Howard did to Central that day? Now, that was a jaw-dropper. <laughs> More so than North Carolina Central beating Jackson. But that really surprised me. I wasn't shocked that Howard won the game. I thought that it was a toss-up. I thought either one of those teams could have won. Because I think they're both good teams. And up to that point, Howard hadn't really played to their potential all year. They were struggling with teams that I don't feel like they should have. So I would have thought that Central was going to win the game. Okay, that's fine. I was wrong. Right. But them winning by 30 points? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Taruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Putting up 50 <laughs> points yeah. on North Carolina Central, which was definitely personal. Like you said, there was some trash talk. Oh, yeah. That, that, that wasn't, they went for two points to score 50 <laughs> when they were up by 30. Okay, that was a personal thing. And I, at the end of the day, as a person who respects and loves trash talk, you get no complaints out of me. No, it's fine. But Howard, and since that game in the second game or in another game after that against Morgan State, I thought that they looked good against the Bears in that game, too, on defense. Yeah. So... 
Howard's kind of hitting their stride. I hate that it had to be against North Carolina Central. I'm coming on in the state, but it's fine. They're hitting their stride. They're hitting their stride, and it's fun to watch. They'll be in a celebration bowl for the first time, and we'll see who they'll go against. I think it'll be FAMU. If it's not FAMU, that'll be another jaw dropping <laughs> uh, result. But who knows? You got to play the game, right? At no, absolutely. And uh, Central learned all about that a couple of weeks ago against Howard. All right, final thing for. Uh, Darian Gray, Locked On HBCU Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at South Exclusive. He is the mouth of the South. All right. Um, The Bayou Classic, if you could sum up what this game means. It probably is, as I was a kid growing up and watching this game and remembering uh, Eddie Robinson on the sideline of Grambling, um, to me, it was the bigger deal. Maybe the biggest deal all year long. Uh, for HBCU football, what does it mean to you? I was born in Louisiana. Let's just get that out the way right now. Okay. I'm going to admit my bias, <laughs> right? This is the biggest HBCU football game of the year outside of the Celebration Bowl. And I haven't found anybody who could tell me otherwise. I know. Listeners might say, what about ANC versus Central? Well, I didn't grow up in North right. Carolina. To me, it doesn't have that same power. I was born in Louisiana. I was raised in Texas. I have family in Louisiana, right? The Bayou Classic is huge to me. It's the game that anybody, if they wanted to see, they could see on NBC. This is extremely visual, yeah, extremely historic, decorated, and it's a game that has no weight this year. Neither one of these teams can win the SWAC West. They can't go to the SWAC Championship game. In that sense, it doesn't matter. But if you were to tell anybody in the state of Louisiana that this game didn't matter, mm-hmm. you might be want you might want to get ready to fight because <laughs> the, 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 this game is so important, not just to Grambling, not just to Southern, but to HBCU culture, in my opinion. So, like I said, to answer it in one sentence after giving you a couple of sentences of elaboration, this is the biggest HBCU football game that is not the Celebration Bowl. And that's only because it crowns the Black right. Football National Champion. Yep. Stakes are just too high for that not to be number one. Yeah, this is, uh, in, in many ways, it's Army-Navy. Uh, Southern, yeah. Southern Grambling, 2 o'clock on NBC. Darian Gray, uh, Locked On HBCU Podcast. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. and uh, Hopefully we can do it again. Uh, enjoy a great weekend of football. Thank you. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, Adam. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.